I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Ooh, they're friends. This is going to be saucy. That's right, we're talking DC's Harley Quinn Season 2, Episode 7. There is no place to go but down. And by we, I mean us three. Chauncey can't be here, but Tatiana is. What's up, Tatiana? Chauncey, we miss you. Uh, we miss you, Chauncey. I wouldn't use the term we when we're talking about <laughs> you, miss her. I'm Ryan, sure. how are you in the back? He doesn't I, I am great. <laughs> you missed it. I am you great. missed it. <laughs> I actually preferred, I preferred when you didn't say anything. I was like, oh. wow. Finally realized. Finally caught on. I appreciate that. And of course, we have um, me. Tehran is in the building. That's if you right. You don't know me. You don't know Harley Quinn. That is a real thing. That is actually how that goes down. We're going to be breaking down this week's episode, DC's Harley Quinn season two, episode seven. There's no place to go but down. As thus, the trial of Harley Quinn and Ivy, Ratcatcher, Gordon taking orders from a cheerleader. Gordon, the problematic drinker and vigilante, the pit, George Lopez, stand up, break out the kiss. Yes. How Me Harley too. are you? How Harley are you? And that's going to be our special segment where, of course, we pick a scene from this episode and discuss how it basically is us. Some news and gossip and so much more. Tatiana, Marisa, you threw out the term too soon. What were your thoughts, overall thoughts on this week's episode? This, I, I didn't really care for this episode. Um, I thought it was, it had some essence to the story as a whole, but I wasn't a super fan of this one. Um, I do like the dynamic between Batgirl and her father now that he knows everything. Um, I think that was one of my favorite parts. But other than that, I wasn't, I wasn't hugely fond of it. And I felt like Bane's voice changed. Was Bane's that just voice, me? Yeah, it changed a little. It, there, there were times where before I felt like there was this consistency to Bane's voice, but I, yeah. I will say that there were parts where I was like, eh, is, is this someone else? That's I what I was wondering. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was wondering. Didn't seem the same. Yeah, there were little things that were off about Bane's voice, but overall, you were not a fan of this episode. I think mm. that I did enjoy elements of this episode. Of course, stand-up comedy is my my thing so watching some stand-up and my buddy george lopez make an appearance <laughs> i also got to hang out with ron fonches all all week this week so so being with ron and then seeing george made me love harley quinn this week however i could see what you're saying this week's episode seemed to have a lot of filler there were a lot of filler moments that did not hit as usual and it got us to the basically the whole point was to get us to this kiss and I don't feel like that should have been the inspiration behind the kiss. Yeah. But we got there. And we had been teased about the kiss. It was something we actually broke here first on the Harley Quinn after show that there might be a, uh, a blossoming romance between Harley Quinn and Ivy. We got to see it come alive. And we all participated in it this week. <laughs> so let's start off with the trial of Harley Quinn. Yeah. Of course, they're on trial for the murders of Penguin and biting his nose off and all the things that they've done. Harley tells Ivy not to take the rap, to just let her go down. Ivy, so of course, can't let that happen. What were your <laughs> thoughts on the trial of Harley Quinn? 
Um, I thought it was, I thought it was kind of foolish. <laughs> I mean, I know that the, it, the jury was a bunch of two faces friends or cohorts or whatever. And Bane was the judge the which, goons, and Bane was the judge. Yeah. Which made it funny. Like I appreciated him being the judge, but I kind of thought like, you know, what's the point of this trial right now? I don't know. I didn't understand the point. I mean, the first time that they caught Harley Quinn, they froze her in ice for a really long time and that and used her as like a centerpiece you know like that seems more of a villainous thing to do but this was really organized <laughs> to have a trial so i i wasn't a fan of the trial uh the trial was reminiscent of course with the concept of the trial where we see scarecrow even in the dark knight rises and more importantly yeah. we see this trope in the dc comics where the villains are the ones basically judging all the heroes we've seen this before it it's a play on that we get the bat if you remember in batman the series there was a mutant bat that was created we get that bat as the lawyer and right. of course <laughs> who speaks bat bane's like does anyone screeches. speak bat does anyone speak bat and no one speaks bat just screeches clearly the trial is a farce but it shows that ivy's willing to be a ride or die and she basically not only stands up for harley she implicates them in defiance and basically says yeah we did it and we do it again and we're gonna do it to you and we're gonna kill everybody so they get convicted like we didn't really need a test though of ivy's loyalty you know what i mean even though kite man's into play and now he's a huge part of her life i feel like we didn't need to see this this loyalty we knew it was there to begin with you know well we have some kite man questions that we're gonna throw out there kite man did harley did ivy cheat on kite man when? When? Uh, she kissed Harley. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm gonna say yes. I'm gonna clearly she has an emotional connection with Harley, and now she has a physical intimacy with Harley. Well, we don't know if it's actually gonna bloom into something. It doesn't yet. matter. I, I I have a question, okay. Tatiana Marisa. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you seem like a wonderful person. I, I think you're a lovely person. Thanks. I believe you're in a relationship right now. Yes, you're in yes. a relationship. Married, w yeah. What is that person in your life? What, what is this? Significant other, partner, husband, husband, wife? Oh, a husband. Okay. Yeah. So if your husband... Where's this going? <laughs> ...kissed yeah. a person, would you feel like that's cheating? Nothing came of it. Nothing else happened, but they kissed... Okay, but that's... As, yes. As Harley, Harley and Ivy did. yes. But I feel like that's different because Why? I'm I'm going on year 10 of marriage, four kids deep. If we were just dating, I guess they are engaged. Engaged. I just want to throw out there. <laughs> all right. They all went, right. Okay. Yeah. To, they went to a venue to rent it for the wedding. <laughs> okay. Yes. Okay. I agree with you. Yeah. It's cheating. That's total cheating. Okay. Though. Just want to, yeah. we're going to get to that. And of course we love clarifying below. Make sure to comment, subscribe, share, spread the word, share the love. Tell your friends all about it. Five stars on iTunes. We love hearing what you have to say. Of course, this is one of the most fun shows on television. LeBron James's favorite show. And it's one of the most fun shows, uh, after shows to have as well. Thank you so much. Spread the word. Spread the love. Just don't spread corona. Thank you for making us the ESPN of TV talk. So let's get into a lot of things before we get to the kiss. <laughs> the kiss is huge. Yeah. We're going to save the kiss. Save the best for last. Let's talk about Rat Catcher. Ratcatcher, thoughts? He was like a blip of a villain. I hope he comes back, kind of. I don't know. I had like no thoughts about him because I was like, oh, there's Ratcatcher. Now he's very, gone. 
very weird the concept of the sewer people you know honestly maybe gotham needs to check their sewers because it seems like a lot of <laughs> villains in gotham just live in the sewer the rat catcher reminded me of there was a villain also on batman who had kids who had who had orphans he would basically collect the orphans and he would say children what? are meant to be seen and not heard and he would control the kids and the kids would go and steal presents and things like that this was right before christmas so Rem this is your <laughs> that's reminded, what it reminded you of. <laughs> yeah remind gave me that same vibe of course with the rats and of course his weird obsession with rats and how he was just letting them crawl all over him Ugh, no one he was rat. straight up cuddling straight sure. up cuddling with them yeah rat catcher but yes blip of a, a blip of a blip of a um villain as you put it right yeah just like a villain who yeah it was there but was he really even there it that's what makes me wonder if he'll come back if we'll see him again not that he's gonna have like a significant role or anything but because it was so short yeah uh, and of course rat catcher is actually uh, is actually a person in the holly quinn world i mean this is a person who is going to actually be in the suicide squad sequel so that's the setup so now we know and, and played by uh played by a woman so it's actually we're going to change it because the original hmm. rat catcher is uh otis flanagan yeah and now we're going to change it of course so rat catcher does have some concept it's nice to get that nod like hey fun but not significant Nothing <laughs> hey you're happened. here that's it yeah, you're here exactly <laughs> yeah. what was significant of course was the interactions between gordon and batgirl and gordon being ousted for his alcoholism We've seen Gordon drink significantly. We've seen it throughout the series and especially more after the new, new Gotham storyline. So it's interesting. Batgirl brings it up. Gordon's, what do you think Gordon feels about Batgirl? Like he's, he makes the statement, taking orders from a cheerleader. That's how I've, I've, this is what I've become. Has he fallen from grace? He's like, yes. He's like, uh, you know, he's like the old bull and she's like the young calf, <laughs> you know, like he doesn't, she's the new thing. Um, and I think that when you put those two generations together and you want them to work together, it never ends well because she has her way of doing things and he has his way. And so I think have, seeing Batgirl there, it made him want to give up even more. And that's why his alcoholism just increased sad to say clearly he's an alcoholic i mean he even blunders their defeat of rat catcher basically yeah. over his his flask his flask that falls into the water yeah so we see a lot of gordon drinking to the point where later gordon at the dinner table who by the way try to throw batgirl into the bus well, how are things with that girl? Oh, she's a rookie. She doesn't know what she's doing. <laughs> Clearly saved his butt several times. We get Gordon drinking and Barbara saying, I want you to stop for me. Gordon, even, that, even that didn't do it. It didn't do it. That's the sucks. bullets from Two-Face's goons did it. You know, they yeah. broke the glass. And then, then we get this amazing moment where Batgirl basically, after defeating Two-Face and, and his goons, reveals herself like yeah the costume might be inspired by the bat but my father inspired me to fight crime part of me thinks she just said that to to 
encourage him, but I don't think she really felt that. Yeah, it was <laughs> definitely <laughs> Batman. It's Batman all the way. The way she fan Batman. over Batman, it's Batman. <laughs> yes. like. like she even looked to the side and was like, you know, no, no, you inspire me. But I was yeah, like, that's yeah. not true. He doesn't inspire you at all. Yeah. Yeah. But it did it did make him clean up his act, or at least inspired him right back because then later, uh Gordon is He's a, a a beast when he goes and takes Two Face on at the at the police station. Yeah, he kills them all. Yeah, and and Two Face actually was like, "I should have killed you when I had you at the police station at that moment." Right. And then we see Gordon going in and just redeeming himself as commissioner, fitting into his uniform, going back in. What well, fitting into his uniform? <laughs> He's missing a couple buttons, but yeah, barely, barely. But he made it. He made it. So. We get to see that aspect of it. I, I like that storyline. It was cute, finally. Because at some point, it was annoying that Gordon couldn't figure out that Batgirl was his own daughter. At some point, right. it was very annoying. So I'm glad they just put that out there and it's out in the open and we're done with that aspect. Yeah. Now, let's talk about Harley Quinn, of course, gets convicted. Ivy gets convicted. They go to what they think is going to be Arkham. Arkham is easy breakout. But no, they are taken to the pit. And we're all familiar with the pit. If you don't know, that's where Bane came from, of course. We saw a lot of it in The Dark Knight Rises. We get the understanding of the pit. <laughs> Bane just pushes them in there. I'm not only the judge, I'm the warden. <laughs> and he just pushes them in there. Of course, with, don't worry, there's padding. It's for dramatic and, effect. Exactly. And so now they're in the pit. The pit is their jail. Arkham, they could have broke out of the pit. It's impossible to break out of. What were your thoughts on the pit? I liked it. I thought it was great. I thought that the fact that there were no um, there were no doors on the cells was perfect because he's like, where will you go? You know, <laughs> of course, he's right. Where are they going to go? And, and then you meet all of these interesting villains who <laughs> are just doing all of this therapy. Like Croc was my favorite and he's drawing that or painting that picture of. Reed in the water. <laughs> <Reed> <laughs> like, in the water. Like this is a guy named Reed and he's in the water. It's a bunch of crocodiles just ripping them apart. <laughs> She's of course like, you get uh... Zaza, Zaza is great to have in there We've, we're familiar with zaza of course from the comic books and from right. the show gotham seeing zaza uh zaza was also um, i believe in one of the movies so we're seeing all these people play i liked it a lot i liked it a lot it was yeah. fun it was good um being in the pit there are no doors you can't escape it is the pit, but it's like also a nod to prison reform and it's actual rehabilitation people. All yeah. these prisoners are actually becoming adjusted. They're not angry. They're actually reforming. They're rehabilitating. And then Ivy comes along and she's like, actually, let me be real with everybody. You know, life is yeah. just one big pit. So I went from being in a pit emotionally to being in a pit literally and it sucks. <laughs> exactly. So we get this, this tidbit of here, everyone's actually being reformed. It's actually a great nod of social justice of what prisons are supposed to be. They're not just supposed to be for, they're not supposed to be just punishment, but rehabilitation is supposed to be their number one priority. Right. We actually get a place that is technically doing that, but see it. our girls need to break out. And they get this plan. George Lopez is coming to do a stand-up at the talent show. They're going to basically do stand-up. It's going to be so bad. It's going to cause a riot. They're going to jump on the helicopter with George Lopez and fly to freedom. Stand up. We get the stand up set. Harley Quinn didn't make her bed. She can't do it. They're practicing though. She's Trivial. practicing. I really like seeing that. What do you think of Harley's stand up set? I mean, it was fine. It was fine. Low hanging fruit. I'm, 
I'm super rough on stand-up comics. I am not like the type of person you'd want in a in stand-up to be in the audience for stand-up community. It's like it's I don't enjoy it. <laughs> so for you me, it was laugh like, a lot, and I think you'd be a great audience member. But I, I get it. I do laugh, but it's not not stand-up comedy. Uh, comedy is really hard. Yeah, well, it's a good thing I'm brilliant and I'm hilarious. Yeah, sure, sure. Here's the thing. The concept is, I dare you to come to a show. So here's the thing. (laughs) The concept is, we get the stand-up. It's going to be so bad, it's going to cause a riot. Harley can't do it. Ivy, who we are led from the get-go, hey, guys, there's a talent show. You should both do it. Ivy will never do it. I won't do it. That's what she says. Of course, Ivy's the one who ends up doing the stand-up. She goes up there, she does the stand-up after George Lopez, who had a very cute set. It was a good cameo. <laughs> like, all right, me essays, or whatever he's saying as he's yeah. flying away. Just We're all loco, I think that's what he said. Yeah, George, being George, and then, of course, Hara, Ivy, Ivy comes out and does the set. It bombs. It's mean. It's coming off of mean-spirited, because that's a great that's a great nod to stand up where if you're if you're basically faking it it's not real people can pick up on that mm-hmm. and they don't they don't really enjoy that kind of comedy a low hanging fruit but then she goes on stage she continues and it comes off very real she even tells their plan and it gets all the laughs her being the realist is what gets the laugh even her voice change and everything like that what did you think of ivy's actual set I loved it. I think it was finally a time where she could be honest and we you know not just to one person, but to speak her feelings out. So I thought it was a great growth uh, point for Ivy. And it was nice to see her be vulnerable with more than just Kite Man and Harley. So it was it was good. And it's sad, too, because she's still so depressed, even though she's like engaged and she's like, I thought I was happy and all this kind of stuff. But, you know, she still felt like she was in a pit. and that's the thing the whole concept of an emotional pit now she's in a physical pit how does this play it gets the right response that they actually wanted because now the 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 audience is inspired to riot (laughs) um ivy is and harley are getting free bane is going after them of course we get the nod at cheryl who is watching over harley (laughs) yeah and harley has to escape from cheryl we get them being they're escaping and ivy comes back for harley again harley sacrifices for hot ivy is being dragged towards back towards the pit by bane is falling in the pit and that a, shot however exactly it was amazing that shot where, yes and she just goes like this i was like oh if i could just take she a just picture of in. that and she gives frame in it. she's saying yeah. hey i'm going in and of course ivy comes back somehow gravity ceases to work of all the things that I find. <laughs> it's the, it's the, she's on the plant. That's why she goes, it's, it doesn't have to do with gravity. It bothered me the most that they did not understand how gravity works. <laughs> but Ivy, of course, has managed to pull Harley out. And now we have the kiss, the kiss that you felt was too soon. Why? Yeah, it's too soon because there was no, I feel like there's no leading up to it. Here we are building this really great friendship and it, you know, the, blocks have been put there the foundation has been laid for a great friendship but for all of a sudden for it to just turn in they've had a really a lot of good heartfelt moments but I felt like none of them were romantic it was all just really um friend based which I liked and now we have this kiss that happened and it was like 
I don't know, was this supposed to be like the ultimate sacrifice, her coming back for Harley? And that's what made them think that this was the, the time? A bond, you know? An emotional bond, a physical bond. It was the time Harley, Ivy was feeling extremely vulnerable. Harley had sacrificed for her partner. They felt so strong. I mean, essentially, Ivy chose Harley over Kite Man in the courtroom. So I think that pretty much speaks to who she's most loyal to. If you were going to save Ivy or Kite Man, she would save. I'm sorry. If you were going to save Harley Quinn or Kite Man, you would save Harley. So, you know, I guess that's that's a nod to her feelings for Harvey, you know, being more than Kite Man. But I feel like it's a different relationship. Yes, but it's not because she's in a physical <laughs> yeah, relationship and an emotional relationship with Kite Man. And I think that we tend to think because, oh, they're different genders. But if it was a guy who had cheated on a girl with another guy, we would consider that cheating. That's yeah. something that we, we're biased. We're biased, especially, oh, look, two attractive women, it would True. be okay. The concept is it's still cheating. I'd love to know what you think in the comments below. Let me know. And also, are we shipping Har Harley and Ivy? Not Hi yet. Hi Not yet. Or Kyvy. Hashtag Hyvy or Kyvy. Kite Man and Ivy or Harley and Ivy. Let me know. Let's play How Harley Are You? What was the scene that was the most you? Uh, I think when Ivy was on the stage and then she was just completely bombing. And then she decided to keep it real, totally go off scripts. Been there, not with stand-up comedy, but just been there when I was speaking before. So I really felt that, you know, that you get that nervous sweat going on when you're just like, nobody likes this. <laughs> you just get so nervous. Yeah, been there. Completely understand. Mine is, of course, going to have to be when Ivy does amazing. That's me every time. <laughs> oh, Let's nice. talk about our news and gossip. So, in the comic book world, Harley Quinn has a crush on a DC hero. We go to Screen Rant, our friends over there.com. Harley is has a crush, and it's not on Poison Ivy. Of course, it is with our boy, the silliest superhero, Booster Gold. Booster Gold, <laughs> Booster Gold and Harley are teaming up in Harley Quinn number 72, spend a lot of time together, and develop Harley develops feeling, feelings for him, calling him a big slobbery golden retriever. And they and Booster ships them as Goldie Quinn. So uh, it's a see, fun I love thing. that way better, yeah. Goldie Quinn. So if, if you think, uh, let's let's talk, we're going with Hyvee, Kyvee, or maybe Goldie Quinn. Let us Goldie know your Quinn. hashtag below. That is our news and gossip. Where can people find you if you want to be found? Tatiana Marisa? I am at Tatiana Marisa on all social media platforms. I'm going to be at I am Tehran all across the board. That's I-A-M-T-E-H-R-A-N. And of course, hosting and, and paneling on a slew of other After Buzz After Shows because all of your favorite TV shows are my favorite TV shows too. Ryan, where can people find you if they want to? You can find me at Ryan Nelson and Star Wars I'm kidding, News. Ryan. They don't. <laughs> they don't want to find you. We will talk to you Ryan, next we week. love you. <laughs> of course, we miss you, Chauncey. We will see you all next week. DC's Harley Quinn season two continues. Bye. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.